0: From Upstate's HealthLink on Air, I'm Amber Smith. If you're trying to make sure you get whole grains in your diet, shopping for food can be confusing. On the bread aisle alone, you'll find breads that say whole wheat, some that say multi grain, some that say whole grain. Here to help us make the right selection is Maureen Franklin, a registered dietitian nutritionist at the Upstate Joslin Diabetes Center. Welcome Maureen. Thank you. Thanks for being here. Okay, so I read that only 8% of U.S. adults eat the three servings of whole grains per day that are recommended by the federal government. Why is that? Is Do we just not know what whole grains are?
1: I think we're confused by it. I think sometimes we get used to eating the typical things that we always do and we maybe don't try different whole grains. Um, things such as like quinoa have come into light, uh, farro, different grains and have been around for a long time, but people are like, oh, what are they? I'm used to just cooking my rice or just cooking, you know, a few of the basic things. So I think sometimes it's maybe experimentation um, and also that maybe sometimes people just don't think about trying new foods that are actually great foods for them. Or maybe have any, I mean, what is
0: quinoa? I mean, right. What is, I, people, how do you say it? How do you spell it? <laughs> what do I do with it? <laughs> well, and um, I said the three servings of um, whole grains recommended by federal government, that that's changing, right? Well, the new uh, dietary guidelines uh, 2015 to 2020
1: are recommending half of your servings um, be whole grains, um, half of your intake be from whole grains, which is. That's where I think the confusing part is. What are we talking about? Um, uh, generally, anywhere from three to five servings. So then you go, what's the serving size? Well, then we can get into the numbers. And I think that's where people get confused. They're like, what is yeah. a serving? What what's, what's the number? You know, it's like, okay, so many grams of fiber is recommended. So what's the number? Well, like 16 grams of fiber is one of the numbers that they use. Um, and we'll, I know we'll get into it with the whole grain council. But I think that's where people get confused as far as how much? Where is it coming from? How do I look on the label? And let's admit it, it's it's time consuming and sometimes it's very confusing. So I think sometimes people are like forget it. I don't I can't be bothered. Well, just even the basics, like what is what it what makes a whole grain a whole grain. Right. So what is a whole grain? A whole grain is the edible part of, of the of the grain and it has the bran, the endosperm, and the germ. So if we're looking at rice, well brown rice has all those. If we're looking at white rice, that's missing it there's missing a couple of the key components. So once one or two of the key components, the bran, the germ, or the endosperm are missing, it's not considered a whole grain. And that's where the confusing thing is. So that's the difference. Um, I get clients to talk to me about what's the difference between white bread and whole wheat bread. Mm-hmm. Well, if it's a true whole wheat bread, then it's made from a whole grain. So we're getting more fiber, a little bit more nutrients in terms of if it's a white bread, it's probably just made from refined flour, white flour. So those nutrients, that fiber, those good minerals, some of it has been taken out. Then they enrich it and put it back in, but you don't get it all back in. It's exactly as it
0: came in its natural state. So more bang for your buck by eating the whole whole grain.
1: But then people get confused. So if we look at rye bread, people think, well, it's brown Mm -hmm. and whole wheat's brown. So that must be better for me. Mm -hmm. But unless it's made with a whole rye flour, it's just like getting a slice of white bread and comparable nutrition, but you're not getting that whole grain unless you read that label. Well, the
0: label. Is the label going to set us right? Is that.
1: The label, in some regards. So, again, there's another confusing part. So, the label can set us in terms of we can look at is it a whole grain flour? Is it a whole wheat flour? That can give us one part of the picture. But then the confusing thing I find is um, looking at labels, and I've been, you know, I look at labels all the time. You can look at a sweetened cereal. So it can have a stamp that, oh, this is a whole grain source, and the first can be a whole grain flour, but then the next ingredient could be high fructose corn syrup, or it could be corn syrup. So am I really getting a healthy alternative? Would I be better serving oatmeal instead of a sweetened cereal just because it has a whole grain flour in it? So that's, I think, where the labels can help. But again it's one more confusing thing. For and
0: we're patients. talking about the nutrition information label, the black and white box, yep. not the cover of not the box the that might say made with whole grains. Made with whole
1: grains and it's this, you know, sugary sweetened cereal and people go, Oh great, whole grains. But what else are you giving and getting for that cereal. I think that's the confusing thing. So it's not just looking at the nutritional information in terms of how many calories, it's looking at that ingredient list. So the first ingredient is whole grain corn
0: flour. What's the second ingredient? Is it corn syrup? Is it sugar? So how much am I really getting in that product? Does, um, when it says 100% whole grains, is that that's yes that's so that's an easy
1: label 100% whole grain so if you look at a package of quinoa or one of the different if it says 100% whole grain wow they did the work for you if you're looking at a label um, and I know like I said we'll get into it in terms of the whole grain council they have a stamp that says 100% whole grain so they've done the work for you and said this product is 100% whole grain what about multi-grain very deceiving tricky so people say oh it's a multi-grain bread and I say great but what is in it? So is it white flour? Is it wheat flour? Or is it whole wheat flour? Is it a whole grain of rice? What is actually in there? So multigrain, it can be great grains, but are they whole grains? So again, where, where's that product in terms okay. of nutrition, fiber, and what's, what's it really in? And I think that's a deceiving thing. Um, things like the multigrain um, uh, made with whole grains. Okay, well how much is in there? And and how much whole grains am I getting? What's the first ingredient? The first ingredient is white flour and then I've got some grains farther on down the list. Well, I'm not getting the best
0: product if I'm looking for a whole grain. Well, to make it even more confusing, if you're just looking between white and wheat bread, now they have the whole grain white bread. Yes, is that better than white bread? Well, that's
1: the that's the thing that's um, and it's called um, whole white wheat flour, which is really it's a different type of of grain and it's actually a whole grain, but it has to say that whole white wheat flour. So that's a new one, and some of the companies have been um, introducing that, and I think that's a great product, but again. Again, one more confusing thing for people at the grocery store
0: in terms of what am I getting? Oh my goodness, it's too confusing. This is Upstate's HealthLink on Air, and we're talking about whole grains with Maureen Franklin, a registered dietitian nutritionist at Upstate's Jocelyn Diabetes Center. So tell me what the whole grain council is. So the whole grain council is an organization that is looking at
1: trying to promote whole grains in for consumers. What they've tried to do and again it's a voluntary thing so not every product you're going to see is going to have the whole grain stamp on it. So they have three basic stamps. And again as a dietitian, you know, I look at these kinds of things and it's confusing. So they have the first stamp which is called 100% whole grain. It's called the 100% stamp. So 100% of the grain in that product is whole grain. Easy. Boom. Pick it. I know I'm getting brown rice. Or I know so I'm this getting is keema. like a star or something? It's like a little stamp. It looks like a little okay. stamp. It's brown. It's got the little whole grain. It's got the wheat. It'll say 100%. And then what it'll do is it'll list for that product, the grams of whole grain in that product. Okay. So that, that whole product has to be 100% whole grain. Then they have a 50% stamp. This is for products that have at least 50% of the grain is whole grain. Okay. Minimum requirement. This is where it gets tricky. This is, again, through the Whole Grain Council, and and people can go to the website to try and get even more of a better understanding of it. So the minimum requirement for that is 8 grams of whole grain per serving of that product. So it could say 8, it could say 16, it could say 22. But even that number, that product, I am not getting 100% of whole grain. So it's saying I'm getting half of it. Better choice, all right? Better than nothing. Better than nothing. And then they have what's called the basic stamp. So that basic stamp says, oh, the minimum requirement for this is 8 grams, but less than 50% of this product is coming from whole grain. Still better than nothing. So it's it's an identifier for people to kind of know that, oh, this does have some whole grain, and I'm confused, but I want to I improve my, my diet, and I want to improve my nutrition, so I'm working towards those servings that the Dietary Guideline is talking about. So that's an important thing, that they can at least, it's an identifier for people to say, oh, okay, this has whole grains. But as they say, not everybody has, not everybody uses the stamp. But okay. it's becoming, I think, more and more known, and I think more and more of manufacturers. manufacturer's um, Probably seeking. a marketing trend and they're seeking it. So again, it's a way of identifying. And when we talked about it, again, you're gonna see that on the front of the label. Okay. So you're gonna mm-hmm. see that little stamp. So
0: take that as, okay, a cue, let's look at the rest. Let's look at what I'm getting. Now, what about, does that get into fiber content? Cause I've heard that some of the, some whole grain foods have added fiber and I'm not right. sure if that's.
1: that. This doesn't get into it. It talks, you know, um, if you go on the site, it talks about the difference. This is, they're mainly looking at it from a whole grain perspective. They, they talk about fiber and they talk about, you know, what people can be looking for, but their promotion is mainly that this is a whole grain and we're trying to improve the health of our consumers and we're trying to look at a whole grain product.
0: Okay. Does um, things like cellulose, inulin, do those have the same health benefits as naturally occurring fibers? That's actually a really good topic, maybe for another one, okay. because it,
1: it does, um, there's, some kind of, there's some different thoughts in terms of that and... Uh, uh, it's fiber, but again, is it from a natural source? They're from natural, but there's a lot of conflicting things that you know, inulin and what it can do. So, that might be another topic that we might want to
0: talk about. Okay, we maybe because it maybe.
1: can be again. That's another confusing thing. Am I looking at fiber? Or am I looking at whole grains? I think you have to decide. All right, if I need to improve the whole grains, let's look at whole grains. But just because you're getting something that says made with multi-grain, you know, when we talked about that, doesn't necessarily mean you're getting a very high fiber source. Okay. Because those grains could be broken down. Because when once the grain is refined, remember, um, when things are taken out, so the bran or the germ or one of those components is taken out, you're taking out possibly some of the fiber, you're taking out some of the vitamins, some of those good key minerals and nutrients in there. So that refined grain, that's
0: where people go, oh... It says multigrain, but it could be a refined grain. So when you talk about a refined grain, are you, because I've I've seen that some whole grains can be pulverized into super fine flour. Is that what you're talking about? Yes. Okay.
1: Yeah. So is it a, did they take brown rice and make that a flour or did they just take rice and they are calling it, they took some brown rice or they took some of this and then they're mixing all these grains together. Are they components? Are they refined grains or are they actual true whole grains?
0: Okay. Can you talk about how it is that eating whole grains can help in the weight loss fight if you're trying to lose weight? um, I've also seen that it supposedly has some benefits for cancer and diabetes and heart disease.
1: Well, the thing when we're talking in terms of a whole grain, so the bran, the germ, again, the endosperm, so the key components, the edible part of it. So take popcorn, for example, popcorn, whole grain. So when we look at popcorn, wow we've got a great fiber source okay when we look at brown rice good fiber source good nutrition good vitamins or minerals are in that. when we take those things away we're taking away those so when we're looking at fiber um, fiber tons of different things looking at fiber in terms of making people feel full and satisfied. So from a weight loss standpoint, helping in terms of cholesterol from the heart healthy standpoint in terms of it. So it gives you that feeling of fullness. Okay. Okay. You're full. So if you have a good serving of a whole grain, you know, quinoa, those kinds of things, you feel more full, you'll feel more satisfied. So hopefully again, from a calorie standpoint, you might eat less, which would be great from a heart healthy standpoint, you might be getting more fiber than you normally wouldn't be. It might help in terms of your cholesterol. Um, you might be able to use more herbs and spices with, the whole grain so you're not using as much fat content mm-hmm. which is going to help in terms of the heart health so all good things in terms of it great great things it's just that we have to get people to know how to cook with them and how to use them and how to introduce them in your diet okay because i think sometimes we're just people aren't aware of how to use them
0: Well, I was going to ask, what do you say to patients who are struggling to include whole grains? Um, Are there certain foods that are, I don't know, easier to Oh, yeah, Yeah.
1: especially, I mean, we're getting away from now, but with the cold weather, stews, soups, casseroles in terms of it. Even in the summer now, quinoa is a great one to make like quinoa salads with fruit salads and different vegetables. Quinoa, what does that taste like? Is that um, like and a and rice? It's, it looks, it's a little curly. It's little curly things when you cook it. Okay. Um, and a lot of people make like cold salads, as I say. I use it like in stews or casseroles or soups if I'm going to make it so over So as a substitution
0: time. for a pasta maybe? Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Yep. Uh, get a healthier because it's a whole grain in terms of it. And it, it doesn't really, there's red quinoa and there's all different white quinoa. There's all different types of quinoa. Um, I put it, like I said, um, in a lot of winter dishes. I love it in terms of it. Um, some people, as I say, are like what is it how does it taste it really it's a grain you know i think grains can you can do anything you want with grains you can make them sweet you can make them you know tart you can do anything with them um they require a minimal amount of cooking you know a little boiling steaming letting them sit they're not a fast cooking thing you know it's you're not going to have in two minutes it's going to take a little time but crock pot cooking great Easy to do. Easy okay. to do, but it's just experimenting, having fun with it. You know, I I think there's been a real surge of seeing those kinds of products out there. They're everywhere now. You see, you see quinoa, you see red quinoa, you see all the different types of things. You see farro, and people are like, oh, what those? Just trying, you know, a little yeah. bit. Don't, of be, scared. Don't Try be scared. Don't be scared. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: okay. Well, we will have you back to talk about the uh, added fibers at okay. some point because that's an interesting topic. But this has been Amber Smith speaking with registered dietitian. Dietitian nutritionist Maureen Franklin about whole grains on Upstate's HealthLink on Air. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for asking me.